Spider-Man episode recorded for the week uh, after the Melon Choir episode, and then there was a problem with that audio, so that took an extra week, and uh, and we didn't even have anything recorded for that week, so here we are. So yeah, it has been a couple weeks. Honestly, though, I'm I'm down to just get back to it with just a very casual episode. That's what it's gonna be. Eating pasta. You know what question I hate the most? Hmm. This is like a conversation starter a lot of the time. Like, it's like the top of the list of like things that you ask somebody on the first date. But like, what what you would do like if you only had one day to live? I think that's a stupid fucking question. Cause what does anyone do when they have one day to live? I don't think anyone knows. Well, obviously people know, but when they're put into that situation, the reality like, is fuck. The reality is that's not a lot of time. You can only go so far for yeah. anything. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, I'll go to China. Oh, you're gonna spend your last twenty four hours on a plane just to see China for the last thirty seconds of your life. Right. Pretty much. And that's a thing too. Like, what does that even mean? Like, are you just gonna die when the sun rises? Is that the rule? <laughs> I think so. I hate stupid ass hypothetical questions like that. Um, I feel like a lot of people, if it was, they were in that situation, they would just be surrounded by people they like for the rest of their life. Because I don't think uh, anyone is brave enough to fucking go out alone if they know that. Uh, <laughs> go out alone. I, I would just like you know, roll a J and watch the sunrise. You know. On my horse. As you cease to exist? Yeah. I wonder what that feels like. Probably pretty good. <laughs> you see the sun starting to peak up, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Sweet salvation. Oh, my God. There is some movie where there's, like, a scene, and somebody's dying, and they, the person who's with them is just like, it's okay, just let go. Just let it happen. And, like, honestly, I find that kind of comforting. What? To just be like, just let go. Just let it happen. Yeah. Just just die. Like, Because, I mean, you can't fucking fight it. If true. you have a day to live, you have a day to live. Mm, I don't know. You can't will yourself to stay alive. I know, but there are some people when they're dying, like, they really are just like, you know, you know when... You won't kill you, you know, yet. You know when something's... Like, everybody's had a dog or, like, some sort of pet that seems really fucking old. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, clearly one day it's like, yep, today's the day. Yeah. And it just, like, it, the entire day the cat's just like, all right, off to die. It's like, uh, it's like Master Uwe, my time has come. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I'm going to go up. In the cloud of rose petals. Beautiful. There was an episode of The Simpsons where the doctor told Homer that he had the day to live. There is. And he goes through, like, the uh, five stages of grief in, like, the first 30 seconds. <laughs> that's that's kind of realistic. <laughs> Homer predicted my death. Mm-mm. Simpsons predicted my death. What if I had a day to live? Do you think I'd be recording right now? What if this was my send off into the into the void? I'm Instead of it. an obit, I could just do a pod. 
Have we said that before? Just just play it at my funeral. I think we've said that we would like you might die on the podcast or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. This is uh this is morbid. Morbid. It's just uh what my brain goes to. You know, I don't know why. I do like um, how everybody's an amateur psychologist. I hate that everyone's an amateur. In in like everybody also is a philosopher in a way. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has their own views on life, and like that's the human experience and whatever. But people are also just naturally very opinionated. Like that's a human characteristic. Some more than others. Some more than others like, for sure. Like me. But there is also something to be said about personality being, like, a construct. Mm-hmm. Like, you take influence from the people that you grow up with, and that becomes your personality and your life experience. So there's some psychology to it. But it's also interesting because you end up being very similar to people that you're related to. And I think maybe that's just a, like, heretic kind of trait. Like, you end up being opinionated because you're around opinionated people. Yeah. And, like, our society is like that, for sure. Opinions are like assholes. That's what they say. Ah, ash on the table. At least you didn't do it in the closet. That would have been tragic. Pick around it. So, work's awful. Work as little as you possibly can. That's good advice. I feel like a lot of people try to tell you to work more than you should. You know? How so? Like who? Your parents? Just in a society kind of way. Like, it's structured to make you work more than you really need to or should. Um, well. But also, yeah, like, some people's parents are definitely... Need to. About just working. Like, some people... The, that is part of their... The need is money. The need isn't... True. ...that you want to be there. That's something that, you some know... People, some people encourage being, like, overly committed to things. Yeah. And um, I think that's a older person's mentality yeah. to have. Like, the ones that spend their whole life at a company. Mm-hmm. Just fucking loyalty to a fault. Yeah. But, like... I think it is kind of entitled that everyone just says that they don't want to work. Because nobody wants to fucking work. Do you think anyone wants to fucking work? I've met people who have definitely tricked themselves and have this, like, go-getter attitude. Yeah. I don't think that's genuine. I find people who are like that kind of disingenuine. You think I'm disingenuine? Because I'm like that. You're about the hustle. There's a difference. Yeah. You're, You're not about, like... I'm going to work 24-7. <laughs> like, no. some people have that energy of, like, I'm going to get up at, like, 5 a.m. every day. <laughs> crazy people, Louie. I'm talking about fucking crazy people. There really are people that are like, well, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to do 30 squats before I brush my teeth. And it's, it's like awful. It's awful. Um, I don't know. I've always found people like that kind of just weird. Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get why you would... You'll find people like that in management mm-hmm. at places who are just, like, kissing ass mm-hmm. or getting used by a company 
and like well you gotta think a lot of these people in management that talk like that like oh I am so devoted to the company they're doing that so that the followers are like oh yeah I wanna do that too when they might not even really be like that in the first place now some some followers are have that ass kisser mentality where they're like oh yeah I'm going to spend my life for the corporation. (laughs) But the vast majority of the people, that doesn't work on. Because no one has any loyalty to anybody but themselves in their pockets. So a lot of people say the right things like, oh yeah, this company, yay. Yay. Um, Fake enthusiasm. But it's, it's definitely disingenuous. I guess that's what you were saying, that it's do you not think it, coming you, from a real place. Do you think it can be subconscious, though? How so? Like, do you think people can be like that unintentionally because they feel like that's how they should be? Yeah. Conscious or not, that's what they're doing. Right. I agree with that, though. Yeah. Because some people have, like, you know, imposter syndrome is something that I've been hit with because, you know, I'm working a 9 to 5 now. I'm all fucking dressed up and doing work that I'm by no means qualified for. And it is kind of like, well, let me let me act like I'm supposed to be here even though that I'm definitely not. I don't know, know cuz if you're actually capable of doing the work, then like you're not underqualified for anything because Jeez. because that's just how it's structured. It's supposed to seem like you're not qualified for it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, it's not that complicated of a job. There are so many jobs that require, like, full-on degrees that you could just be trained for. Yeah. I you think know? all jobs could be like that. A lot of jobs could. It's just, it doesn't make money because schools make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so there's influence. Fucking crazy. Can this be the anti-work episode? I, I'm usually... I love making the stories for the podcast like I've been trying to be better about that and I like just posting all the anti-work shit that I see recently I've been seeing shit going around about uh, how like positive capitalism isn't really a thing like people who have tricked themselves that environmentally friendly capitalism is like you're just being fooled because that's not how capitalism works I don't know there's been a lot of talk about how capitalism just like I know that's like, I think that's like inherently a, evil. I think that's like a prevailing like Twitter opinion. Yeah. Not right now, but like in recent years, everyone's saying, "Oh, capitalism in general is bad." I think that it's I mean, just uh, the bad people. I don't think that it's necessarily. But uh, there will always be bad people, Louis. Like you can't. Do you think in a state of nature that people are inherently bad? No, I think some people are, though. Okay, there's something to be said about the fact that uh, statistically you find people who are sociopathic or psychopathic genuinely have those conditions. They're not like in movies where they're fucking all serial killers or whatever. Some people are just functioning. Functioning sociopaths. And those people are commonly found higher up in corporations and businesses. Mm -hmm. Like those personality types occur naturally so there will always be people who are like wanting to be on top and once there's someone who wants to be on top then there becomes status and structure and like society points towards competition 
you have to think those people are so good at climbing the ranks of companies because they can be you know fake they can put on a display like we were talking about of oh mm-hmm. I love this company part no? of it is they do not care if if you like they don't actually care if you don't really understand emotions because that's part of it that's a big part of it if you don't really have empathy you will do whatever it takes like you will part of what makes capitalism evil quote unquote is that it's cruel like competition we've talked about healthy competition but competition also just puts a lot of people in a lower position like not necessarily in capitalism it does we're we're way out of whack like having billionaires and trillionaires and whatever the fuck but like that's not natural and i think that is like accentuated capitalism I think there is healthy like trade and barter system. I'm totally down for that. I've said before I'd rather live like that because that feels very natural. That's more just like having a conversation. Competition is the state of nature, though. And that's, I know. That's why we are in the situation we're in right now. I know. We're not, we're not coded to work together. Obviously... We could just all work together and be one big family. But like we're not family. We're not ants. Realistic. We're not even ants are in tune. Ants are like that because they have uh, a hive, a a queen, fucking controlling them. True. So they're still moving with like one mind. Yeah. It's not like each individual ant is fucking happy. (laughs) Um. We are ants to society. I mean, imagine though, imagine you do you do a good for the colony and you get that boost of serotonin, like then then you're whipped psychologically to to be a good boy. Like yeah. in the simplest terms. And some people I think do get tricked into thinking like that. You know? Of like I'm being helpful, mm-hmm. and so I'm happy. And like, if we're talking about natural order, that's not necessarily a natural behavior. What is it? If everybody is supposed to be out for themselves, like at a natural state, because life is competition, um, survival of the fittest, be anyone who's like somehow been tricked into thinking like I'm helpful so I'm I'm supposed to be happy mm-hmm. is well, like you gotta think not there there's no purpose to fucking any of this and that's why so, a lot of people work I know people that work fucking manual labor and mm-hmm. choose to do it because they don't want to uh they just don't want to spend their days fucking doing nothing. They want to feel helpful. accomplished. Yeah, and it's not that they 
want to help like other people. No, no, they, no, no. They but feel like, good. They want to feel like they're part they're of a task. Yeah. And I get that because that is also, like I said, serotonin boost. Like there is something to be said about making something and like seeing the result. Mm-hmm. And like that does feel good. I've had that feeling before. Um, like seeing your hard work. There's a lot to be said for that. Even the work I'm doing right now, I don't really feel like I'm helping like anybody. Like, yeah, you feel like you're doing a thing, I and then you're that, not doing a thing. Yeah, I think that a lot of corporate, you're just so detached from everything that you're actually doing and helping with that, like, it doesn't, it doesn't even like register in your mind that you're doing something for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of jobs where like you can see the fruits of your labor actually happen like barbers you cut someone's hair they look better and you get paid for it you know you can physically see the positive things that you're doing in the world yeah I like that you used a barber as the example my Um, friend's a barber so that's why I was taking him yeah I think that which way would you prefer to live? Would you rather, like, see the result of your work or feel it somehow? Than not? Yeah. Well, of course everyone wants to see the fruits of their labor. Like, no one wants to... I guess, for some people, the fruits of their labor is just money. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that you're not doing anything, like, sus- substantial to fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, overall, like, I think that, so would it just be better to have a trade and barter system? Because competition, you know, it is a myth of capitalism to some degree. Like, this competition doesn't just, you know, make everything well, happen, but it, it's definitely... money's not real, right? It's like, definitely made, like certain products better over time that if we were just in like a trade and barter system nothing like we were talking about made like that. everything would just be well, on the fucking I don't know you have to think most about base level and there would be no most, need for innovation most innovations are started by war like war really drives technological advancement mm-hmm. um, and like many geniuses in the renaissance were also like constructing weapons Uh Um, even in ancient Rome and Egypt people were trying to advance war tactics and their capabilities and that's competition and that's competition but like I don't know I feel like Rome doesn't work because they had like actual and like both times work there is actual currency but I still think there's something to be said about there's still natural competition, so there will still be innovation. Like, how much of that is actually happening? Because when you're uh, when you're doing like trading and bartering, like the whole world's not your competition. Like, sure. These companies, like they're they're competing with each other on like a global scale, on an individual basis. I feel like that's part you, of what's wrong with it, though. You know. It's part of what's wrong with it, but it's part of what's sparking Like, there's innovation. a reason that keeping shit local is healthy 
for the economy and like just from a but, political but, scale. But is it healthy for innovation? Because I definitely see what you're saying. Like l- local economies is uh, very important for the way we live life. And yeah. If we're not buying shit from each other then there won't be any money to go around in the first place. But on the larger scale, moving into the future, innovation's really what we need. We need to start, keep making but better why? technology. Why? Because we're fucking doomed if we don't. We're doomed if we don't fucking invent better technology to save us from the situation we're already in. And capitalism that's, has put us in the situation we're already. But that's now. But really, changing it now. If you look at the natural order of things, though, like it's really okay. The truth is, when we talk about saving the planet or whatever, it's not about saving the planet. The planet will still exist when the sun expands and consumes it. Like mm-hmm. that's as long as our planet is going to exist. But it'll be like Jupiter. But honestly, no will make it uninhabitable for us like by just weather extremes and there might be I feel like at a certain point unless we advance to just survive that but like it's going to be like it's going to be like fucking it's going to be like the earth would be fine is what I'm trying to say as a rock not as like there like, could still be life. Microbacteria will still be alive, sure. And, and they'll be having but a grand old fucking time. I don't think even, like, cockroaches could survive this like they survived the fucking meteors. Like, at a Dude, certain you'd point... you'd be surprised we by, like, some of the animals that have not changed since the time of the dinosaurs. Gators. Gators are dinosaurs. I know, right? Um, some sharks, too, though. Crustaceans. Um... Insects. Insects are like one of the oldest orders of animals. They've so, been around long as fuck. So what do you say? They can survive that this shit. Yeah, but they've we survived won't. the planet being like inhospitable in other extremes. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've gone through a frozen stage. We've we've been so what in are a we hot saying? pocket straight out the microwave. What like, are we saying? Fuck it, the world's gonna die and humanity's gonna humanity's die. Humanity's gonna the, die gonna and we deserve fine. it. Yeah. We put ourselves here. You you won't be saying that when the world's actually fucking ending. It's already fucking ending. <laughs> it's in I the feel process like of it. It's not actually happening. So yeah, yes. Capitalism is the reason that we're in the state that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. But going to trader, trading and bartering now isn't going to magically solve all of these problems that we have right now. What is the solution? Though? Innovation. Explain. Explain. Innovation. How it, does that make it better, Louie? Innovation with technology wouldn't make it better. Okay, but if but, if we don't, if what we what if we're just meant to die off, Louie? The age of man has come and passed, but, like, I don't know. Like, we could just be doomed, that's such and the a planet fucking, could be fine. That's such a fucking defeatist mentality but, to have. Just roll over and fucking die. Like, if we, if we go on too long, like, we should not 
our backup plan currently as a culture seems to be we're going to space. Mm-hmm. We should not be traveling the cosmos. No. We're, we're, we're really bad. Look at what we did to our planet. We'll go and do that somewhere else. The thing about... That is how we function. We just repeat everything. Historically. They're just going to go to another planet. Ruin that one. Go to another planet. The thing about that, though, is... There aren't even any other planets that we could just inhabit naturally. I know. Anywhere near that we even fucking know about. So, what we would have to do if we moved to, like, Mars or somewhere like that was we'd have to create enough technology to be able to artificially sustain ourselves. Not saying that that's the solution, because we talked about this before. I don't think that jumping ship is the fucking correct thing to do. Yeah. I think that... Uh, we have a responsibility. Actually, we should correct what we've done here factually there has been not even that i don't even feel a responsibility to the planet like that you know but for humanity's sake the earth has so many processes yeah that keep it doing what it's doing that we don't even understand all of them. yeah so we literally couldn't create that somewhere else but hopefully with the production of science, we'll be able to help uh, preserve or at least hold off some of the processes that are going to fucking destroy us. I also think there's something to be said about the fact that there's a reason not ev- anybody or everybody can be an astronaut. Like, realistically... Some people can't handle it. Realistically, it's very psychologically difficult. Um, you're going through a lot. Uh, just like physically so you're already kind of drained and then you're kind of in an enclosed space mm-hmm. with people you might not necessarily be compatible with like you're living with people that you that are basically your colleagues and some people are not cut out for it because um, there's also just isolation straight up and I like isolation. I don't. If they sent me to space, I'd be happier than a motherfucker. They better send me alone, though. They better not give send me, me the with escape pod. Um, they could they could send me up there with you, and I would kill you. If I was stuck in space with you, no, I, I'm saying that because uh, because I'm saying that even someone who I'm close to and I choose to spend would still time drive with, you crazy. If I had to spend being trapped with them, yeah, forever in literally the void. Um, I also think it's impractical to think we're going to like freeze ourselves or something. It's gonna be like up. It's gonna be multi generational. Mm-hmm. Some generations will live and die in space before we reach another planet. Do you think that is uh un- unfathomable though? That we'd be able to do like Futurama and just freeze ourselves for an I think extended it's, period of time. Depends on how far technology advances. It'd be more well, likely. Well, that's what I'm saying. In my opinion, Preston. it'd be more likely that we would be able to like transfer our consciousness to some like digital form. 
uh, before we would be freezing ourselves. I think that's very possible, too. Or, like, I honestly, think... you wouldn't even be frozen. You probably have a bunch of preservatives of some form pumped yeah. into you. It wouldn't necessarily be, like, you're being put into, like, uh, carbonite or fucking no, something. No, you'd, you'd be, you'd like, be it, in stasis. It, you'd it, be being, It would like, be some variation. Yeah. It would be some variation, though. But, like, in the past 30 years... Think about how much fucking technology has improved in the past 30 years. I know, but it's... It's been fucking incredible. You don't see any possibility that if we keep moving forward with technology... I think we're... Like I said, I think we'd be more likely to download our consciousness. I'm speaking more in general. And, like... like, You're sounding defeatist about uh, the whole We should just die off. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we could fix the world, we should... That does sound fucked up yeah. when you put it like that, but we should at like, least try. Like you said, if it's about responsibility, it's not our responsibility. Like, we just exist here. Yeah, we've decided to think of it as our planet. Some of us, some people, really don't think like that. Those people are evil. Um, like I can't imagine just being like, nah, fuck that. Like imagine going on a hike. You see some beautiful nature. You could see that and be like inspired. Mm-hmm. Like some people see stuff like that. That's why some a lot of ancient religions were based around nature, mm-hmm. just being in awe of nature. And like a lot of people see that and can see God or whatever. But some people could straight up just be like, nope, this does nothing for me. And or some people see money, like natural resources. Um, like certain businesses would not exist if there weren't people who thought like that you know but I don't know I don't think we have responsibility to the planet no. I get that we do or don't we I don't do? think we do deep down I, I think it's just like even though we put us in this situation but like I said I also believe the planet would be fine and your only concern comes from like my only concern comes from humanity but if we would be it's selfish to be thinking um we would be killing like almost every uh multiple cell life form like it, it wouldn't be just us it would be all other life here you know i think life finds a way okay like I, I think we're life. We're life and I we know. can find a way. I know. We're trying to. But I also, like I said, I think our societal plan seems to be we're jumping ship. Not enough people are thinking, oh, I should be trying. And it's not even people because there is a big movement of people who are like trying to recycle and mm-hmm. do what they think they can do. But it's mostly the corporations and politicians who are responsible for this kind of shit. Like, those are the people who can make shit happen, mm-hmm. but we're just so goddamn slow. There's so much bureaucracy. It's the people that we elect to. I know. But d- none of them but are. Then you get into, like, the politics of it, and that becomes even more complicated because that's just messy as fuck. Like,. You cannot guarantee people are genuine. You know? Nobody 
I know. Because there's so much money in it. I know. You, you, you talked about the sociopaths. The sociopaths that uh, see money and don't care about like how you get it. That's them. Yeah. That's fucking them. You know what I think is really interesting? Hmm. So, you know how uh, Jupiter... I'm bringing up Jupiter. Again. Jupiter had, like... Maybe it was Saturn. I think it was Saturn. The uh, the big storm that has been raging... Jupiter. On, it's Jupiter. It is Jupiter. Yeah, the big red eye. Yeah, that's been going on for as long as it's been observable yeah. by humans. Has been stopping. Have you? Did you hear about that? Actually, like, yes, I've heard that. Like it's every stopping. year, it slows down more and more, and get like you can see it, it shrinking. Yeah, it, and we have no idea why. You know what's possible? Hmm. What if uh, humans were originally there, and and they jump ship to Earth, <laughs> and I they did the exact this. same thing over there, where. Because that atmosphere is made up of, you know, carbon the same way where it's all of these uh, greenhouse gases. Yeah. And uh, maybe we came here and we didn't purposely didn't use technology because we knew the same thing would happen here. And somehow over time, we just lost that and we're doomed to repeat the fucking same thing. That's what I was saying without the humans from Jupiter. Um. <laughs> um. What if we went to? That's a great conspiracy theory, Louis. You should really spread that around the internet. What if we went to Jupiter and we saw like humans? <laughs> Not the humans, but like what would they remnants, look like? Remnants of because all the Jupiter people are probably dead. all the Jupiter people. Then why is why is the storm getting smaller? Maybe it's maybe they're they're saving Jupiter. <laughs> Some people stay behind. Hey, hey, fuck you, Preston. That was a real point I was making. <laughs> the Jupiter what if it's Wally? What if it's fucking Wally, bro? Wally. <laughs> what a well-rounded episode. We got into conspiracy theories. Said fuck the politicians. Once again, I have quite the editing job ahead of me, but I am up for the challenge. Uh, I really respect that you've been doing it in like the last 24 hours before release. It's the way I do, baby. That's how I am with school projects. Everything. All Live that. life like it. Nice. My mentality is if I could uh, devote all this time for it, for a group project and get a B and I could do it the night before and still get a B because at the end of the day teachers like rubrics are so fucking arbitrary yeah. that they're really just eyeballing it and they're like oh I like that that's what oh. the fuck it is you know you're saying school's a popularity contest damn near it was a lot more I can't disagree it was a lot more popularity contest in like public school because ah uh, <laughs> you gotta leave that one in too all of them stay in because you know the the teachers definitely had their favorites back in like high school and shit and yeah. you know they weren't gonna give like 
F grades to like the little stupid ass jocks that you know would make the teacher laugh every day dang I mean don't you think that do I think that some guy on the fucking lacrosse team is writing just as good of a fucking paper as I am an actual fucking writer no I don't believe that Louie how elitist of you is that elitist I think so to say look at this guy he's clearly not writing as well as I am a, a very literate yeah person that I am or or maybe it's just because I wait till the last 24 but hours I also I also agree I also agree I think that there's a lot of racism applied when teachers grade two like I think a lot of the time like uh, you know teachers give worse grades for like more subjective things to people of color and that holds them back as well you know how many teachers have you had that were black none in public schools uh maybe one or two but pretty much none you gotta think we had i had uh what seven classes every year yeah in high school so that's uh, 28 in total. And how many of those people were black? I had one math teacher throughout all of my public school experience, I'm pretty sure. What about English teachers? That's more specific to what I'm talking about. Like, no. I don't think I had any. My, my entire time I actually, growing up. I was going to take an African-American literature class because I thought that would be really interesting. Um, ended up having to take like some stupid math course or something mm-hmm. um, or I decided to be a student aide instead since it was just like a free credit Yeah. Um, and you know when you're a student aide you just get to like walk around and not do shit but I was student aide for a English teacher that I thought was really cool that's nice um, and it was fun I didn't have to do anything just hang out there would be those uh, aides that would fucking just go into random classrooms, mm-hmm. and and they'd somehow just know everybody. And be like, hi everybody. What's they were up? fucking like just doing their world tour of the that school. That was not me. No. I did every so often. This was mostly at the end of the year when my friends weren't doing anything in their classes. I just go visit them, and a couple times I got borrowed by the office. They needed an aide to go like hand shit out to teachers um most embarrassing moment of my life was when uh somebody in the office said like damn Preston do you shit your pants <laughs> said no just like I hate when I say like just sound really fucking dumb mm-hmm. and they said they were they literally just said like something like a statement and I said, you too. Because I was fully expecting, like, have a nice day or whatever. I don't think there's anything bad about that. Because I do that all the time. It hurts. And, and there have I been... did it today. It hurts. <laughs> I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. it. It just means that you're on autopilot. 
Yeah. And that's understandable because you're kind of supposed to be on autopilot for a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You're, you're taking a back seat in your mind and then you just be playing with your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Daydreaming. Yeah. I've been daydreaming more. My real dreams have come back since I've stopped smoking. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I've been having more dreams recently, too. I think I've just been sleeping better. I've been sleeping worse. I took some melatonin at, like, the right time a couple of days. Got in the right rhythm. I went to bed at, like, 9.30 the other day. Wow. I got nine hours of sleep what I, for what I swear has been, like, the first time in at least a month. I need to start going to bed at, like, 6 o'clock. The reason why I wake up so fucking early is because the sun rises. Mm-hmm. And in my body, my when I wake up, my brain is just racing immediately. Off to the fucking races. You're like, it is time. Ready, get set, go type shit. Starter pistol. Bang. Bang. And my mind's like, you know. Yeah. My alarm's like that for me. Honestly, I don't feel awake. Until I've, like, had a good shower. Shower wakes me up good. Better than coffee. Do you think that it's your mind that's asleep or your body that's asleep? Because my mind's never fucking asleep when I wake up. It's my body that's like, uh. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my eyes have to adjust to the light. And I'm in the bathroom fucking squinting. (laughs) It takes me, like... I don't know. In the middle of the night, I can wake up and be, like, just functioning. But waking up in the morning hits different somehow. Where I'm just, like, till I, I don't know, get up, I'm not up. Mm -hmm. So if I don't move from the bed, I can fall back asleep. But I know once I'm up, it's fucking, the day has begun. Yeah. Um... Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Handles in the description as always. And if you could, share the podcast with someone and give us some feedback.